0: Whatever you're going through, you're going through it because there's a greater purpose there, and there's something that God is doing in you which you might not actually get to understand and see. See, we live in a, we live a part a part of a society and a generation where we could just we we want to understand and see everything. See, if you don't understand it, back in the day, if you didn't know what an albatross was, you couldn't just Google it. You had to. I don't know, go to a library, look at a book. But nowadays, if you want to know something, you just look on your phone. And I think we carry a lot of that into our relationship with God, where we, get, we just assume that, you know, we can really understand everything. But God's got higher purposes and God's doing things and going to do things in your life which might not make sense at the time, might not feel good, they might hurt, they might cause a bit of pain but there's a higher purpose there and actually it's having the faith to trust that that higher purpose and god is strong enough you know when we begin to look over the fence at other people's life and you know like the grass is the grass is greener or whatever um or we look around and we begin to kind of get a bit envious of you know this guy or this person is you know got this life or whatever, we are, I think we're hurting, we're breaking God's heart because we forget something, that our relationship with God, as well as it being a church-wide relationship, that we are all, we are as a body connected to God, it's also a personal relationship and when it's personal, it means it's unique and when it's unique, when you have that unique and personal connection with God, it means that God is going to do things which are personal and unique to you. That there are things there are, you know, that God needs to do in your heart. Not in all of our hearts, but your heart. There might be insecurities there which you know, God needs to work through with you. Or you might need to take some time to work with God because you've got this certain, you know, this mindset or this attitude about you that you know, God is just going to break away. You just imagine it it's just like a, a sculpture working with a sculpture that you're kind of chipping away. and I don't know anything about what it means to make a sculpture, so I'm not going to pretend, but I can imagine like chipping away with chisels, and there's different tools being used. You know there's sometimes a big bit might need to come off, sometimes a little bit, or sometimes things are added. you know, God is, God is doing something in each one of us that is completely unique and completely special to you, which requires pain when things are taken away it hurts you know and yeah life with Jesus is amazing and the Christian life is special and the best life but there are things because we live within a broken world there might be things that that God is going to do that require you know a bit more of a deeper surgery a bit more of a, a deeper change and that can be you know, that can be s- things that are kind of a part of you which you've just assumed are a part of you and ever, you're, you're okay with it. You've just got this problem on the side which kind of you've lived with for years and, you know, oh, it's fine, it's fine. But actually, I feel God wants to bring freedom to people. In, in fact, I don't feel. I know God wants to bring freedom to people. And there are things that you might be going through, things in your heart which have been there for years, which have just sat there, which you've tried to cover up or you've tried to kind of, you know, ignore. But I think God, in that, having that personal and deep connection with you, there, there's no hiding places. 1 Peter 1, 6-7 says this. So be truly glad. There is wonderful joy ahead. Even though you must endure many trials for a while, These trials will show that your faith is genuine. It is being tested as fire tests and purifies gold. Though your faith is far more precious than mere gold. So when your faith remains strong through many trials, it will bring much praise and glory and honor on the day when Christ is revealed to the whole world. So when Christ comes back and reveals himself to the whole world, the way that we have walked through trial, the perspectives that we've had whilst facing hardship will result in his praise. So actually it's not about us being better people or being nicer people or being happier people. It's about praising Jesus and it's about worship and it's about, it's about loving him. God is not calling you into an easy life. If you wanted an easy life, you're in the wrong place. Now, I'm just being honest with you. If you want an easy life, you're in the wrong place. Because the Christian life is a a hard walk, is a hard fight. It requires steadfastness. It requires us to stand firm. It requires us to, to take some stuff which we don't necessarily want to have to deal with and usually it's stuff that we have to deal with in a, in a community so other people get to see it as well which makes it even harder and a lot of our insecurities are insecurities because we don't want to look bad in front of people but we're in a community that requires us we are obligated to one another to be honest about where we are at with God. We're not required to put on a brave face. You know, we're all going to be in different places. We're all, you know, some of us are going to be you know, walking with God like we've never walked with God before, on fire for God. But some of us are going to be down, crawling. And you know what? The, community, the church community is a diverse community, so we balance one another out. If one part in uh, 1 Corinthians... 15 um, says if one part suffers we all suffer if one part suffers we all suffer that's church and I think we've got to be encouraged by that that that's church if, when trials come consider it joy We consider it joy because it results in the praise of Jesus when he comes back and we've, able to, we've been able to stand firm but also results in praise because the community, his body grows stronger together. Without sounding like a politician, stronger together. The link is clear. Trials and growth. Trials and hardship are linked to growth and maturation. That we mature, that we grow, that we get stronger through trials. And this text this morning really provides a solid foundation for a truthful understanding of hardship in the Christian life. If perspective is the lens through which we view life, maybe we need to get a new lens. Or maybe the one we have needs a bit of a clean up. And I just feel like this text gives us a new sense of expectation of what trials do. It gives us a new sense of purpose. The way we handle hardship can be the evidence, can be all the evidence our unbelieving friends need of proof of Jesus' love for his people for the, for, for the lost that the way we handle conflict in our marriages the way we deal with disappointment or the way we handle you know financial difficulty or illness it can reflect something of God back into the world it can reflect something of God back into the world our perspective can reflect something of God back into the world and I think that's what the kingdom is all about so just with me take another look at the text James 1 1 to 4 so these people are fleeing their homes life is hard you know what he uses one word twice which is very significant in the bible when you're reading scripture and within a sentence a word is used twice like when Jesus says truly truly in the gospels it means that he's really emphasizing something that's like like it being underlined so James uses this word steadfast twice And I think he's highlighting something. I'm just going to draw out a couple of points of application and then we're going to be done. First point of application. Serving God means there will be opposition. Serving God means there will be opposition. So I'm just going to read a couple of verses out of Acts. Um, I just, you know, this word steadfastness, I don't think we can overestimate um, or underestimate its importance, rather. Steadfastness is an ability to be able to stand firm when there's, he- you know, when there's like headwinds coming on. You're able to just stand there and take him. You see, Acts 14, 19 to 22 says this, and this is um, a story of, this is, we're joining Paul um, on one of his trips, and he's with Barnabas, and it says this, But the Jews came from Antioch and Iconium, and having persuaded the crowds, they stoned Paul and dragged him out of the city, supposing that he was dead. But when the disciples gathered about him, he rose up and entered the city, and on the next day he went to Barnabas in Derbe. When they had preached the gospel to that city and had made many disciples, they returned to Lystra and Iconium and to Antioch. So Paul's on a bit of a journey, he's preaching the gospel, he's going to this place, you know, he's seen people converted, he's seen people come to Christ, and he's just on his way. He strengthened the souls of the disciples, encouraging them to continue in the faith, and here's his message to them. Through many tribulations, we must enter the kingdom of God. We spoke earlier about how, how we handle hardship results in the praise of Jesus. And what Paul's saying to these new converts, you know, the Holy Spirit's just been poured out. This is something new and fresh. And what he's saying to them already is that through many hardships you will enter the kingdom of God. And that's our first point of application, that serving God means there's going to be opposition being a part of the kingdom means there's going to be hardship. It's going to be difficult, but the reward is great. Point number two, faith is not passive, but active. Faith isn't something that, oh, we come to Jesus and that's it. We just can sit there. Faith isn't, isn't, doesn't work like that, but faith is active. It's something that, that we do. It matures and grows into perseverance. Life is the battleground through which spiritual formation takes place. And like I said earlier, it's through your life, where you are, through your family, through your work, through, um, you know, through your marriage or through your singleness, it's through those avenues that God shapes and molds who you're going to be. And it's through those things that he accomplishes great things. God develops in each of us an ability to press on and to push on despite our opposition. You know, in Hebrews where it talks about throwing off the weight of sin so that we can press on and move forward. We are designed to be able to handle what life throws at us if we are connected into God. Because you see, when we're not connected into God, when we don't have that relationship, you look at the society around us and, you know, people deal with, when people are facing a hard time, you know, they go, they go out shopping to kind of cover it up, or they, you know, they take, <clears throat> they take drugs or drink just to cover it up. They self-medicate, but actually, with God, we have we have an avenue through which we can manage our hardship and trial. That's the church, that's scripture, and that's you know, praying for one another, loving one another, and I think this is what James is talking about. We about perseverance. We persevere through struggle. We persevere in prayer. We persevere in our Bible reading. You know, these are the things that go out the window pretty quickly. But actually, even if all you've got to say to God is, <laughs> or whatever, or I'm sad, like God, God knows your heart. Like God knows what you're going through before you're, before you're there. You see, God sees beyond what you're going through. God sees the finished article. God sees his people in relationship with him. You see, when, the, when Jesus comes back and reveals himself to the whole world, you know, Revelation 21 talks about this. Um, we're we're going to have to learn to manage in this world. We can't escape life. We can't escape difficulty. We can't escape the hard times but God has given us a way to, to handle it. We can choose what's handed. We can't choose what's handed to us. You can't choose what's given to you. Illness, debt, well, you can choose that, actually. Don't get in debt, it's bad. But you, money problems, you could lose your job. Things just come out of the blue. You know, like I said, you could be walking with Jesus, you know, in the um, all lovely and everything's amazing, and just around the corner, you know, you don't know what's there. You could have an accident or whatever. You can't choose what's handed to you, but you can choose what to give to God. You can choose what to submit to God and give back to God. Because, like I said, you've got to trust. You've got to trust that something great is happening. That the desert seasons are going to be followed by seasons of, of fruitfulness, of growth. And finally, the third point is that tri- trials are not a waste. But what we learn in the midst of them is invaluable. If we never experience hardship, I don't think we would ever grow. If if we got saved, and then we were just suddenly transported to this world where everything was amazing, but, you know, if we didn't have a single problem, like we wouldn't learn anything. And actually, when God comes back to reward us with eternal life with Him. It's going to be so much sweeter if, if what we've experienced in our life is just a battle and a fight. And we've had to fight for everything. And we've had to press hard even just to come to church on a Sunday. When we get there, it's going to be sweet. It's going to be sweet. You look at Hebrews 11, that long list of people that, you know, put faith into action. I bet they didn't see. I bet, you know, Abraham walking his son Isaac up the hill. Knowing that God's, you know, He's got to get rid of him. I bet he didn't. I bet he didn't see what God was going to do. I bet he didn't see beyond that because when you're in in those moments of confusion and pain, it's difficult to have a good perspective. But, you know, I just feel like God wants to do that. It's a spiritual thing, a change of perspective. It's not done with reason and logic. It's something that God does to us, that when we submit ourselves or when we submit our hearts submit our weaknesses it's God gives a change of perspective so joy and hardship so when James says consider it joy it's, it's not a happiness about what you're going through, it's a happiness that actually God's doing something in me now, that this might take a while, it might mean that I might not get to church for a few weeks or it might mean that I'll wither away and kind of not want to talk to anyone for a little while but, but God is doing something in you a personal, unique, tailor-made thing that God is doing in your life. And we have joy because of that. Not because of what we experience, but because of that. And I think this is the point. We're not necessarily going to be the people that we want to be. You see, we might have in our head that we want to go in this direction and I want to be this type of person, but actually God might have other ideas for your life and God might have other plans for your life. And we just got to submit and go with it. So I want to finish up there. God wants people who are willing to stand their grounds, to persevere through the storm. People who can stand up and say that I'm determined not to be defeated by what I'm going through. I'm determined not to be defeated. I'm determined to persevere. And do you know what? When I can't persevere, those around me are going to do it for me. And that's church, you see. That's being a body of Christ. 1 Corinthians 12, um, 26. Um... And if you're suffering today and you're not suffering alone, I tell you, I'm sure, you know, if we were true, if we all laid out our problems, you know, on this stage, I'm sure it'd kind of, there'd be a lot of connections made that aren't there already. Um, if you're suffering today, like, please get prayed for or ask the person next to you to pray for you. It would be, you know, that's, we're a community, we're family. Um... Yeah, and I'm going to finish there. I'm just going to pray.